What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Rivalry. We've got Season 2, Episode 17 tonight. The caddy bet is over. Uh, Illinois is inconsistent, and we'll talk NFL playoffs. Let's go. All right, Mike. So, big games for Illinois. I mean, when you talk about consistency and inconsistency, I mean, you hit it right on the head, inconsistent. The thing that just like, I mean, we, we haven't, you know, we haven't talked to them for a while. Uh, we missed last week. But when thinking about just kind of their past games, the one that stands out to me is like Northwestern. So, you're down like 15 points in the first half, and then you beat them by 40 in the second half. Like, what is going on? What is going on with the team? So that's just kind of been uh, what the whole year's felt like is slow starts and get punched in the mouth and then get our asses in gear. And I don't know, I don't know how you change that. Now, yes, was that awesome to come out and just beat the shit out of them in the second half? Yeah, it was great. And it's one of those things like, okay, but do that from the tip. You know what I mean? Like, why does it take an ass chewing at the at halftime or in a timeout to get that team to start playing hard? And I don't know. It's been that way all year, too. So you would have thought if they were going to change that, it would have, you know, we could have got that under control by now. So, and then that just like, yeah, Northwestern was bad. We upped the D, they missed shots, but it's it was just a matter of energy and effort, I think. And then obviously some shots going in and they missed the shots is how it gets to be that lopsided. But the fact that you're down 15 after a half a play to Northwestern was a scary thing. Northwestern was ranked like the week before, prior. It's like it's not like they're a bad team, but then to follow that kind of performance up, right? So you have a second half like that against Northwestern. You're like, damn, man, like this is how good we can be if you know we play with this kind of effort and energy. This is what we can do. And then you come out to Maryland and you do that at home, okay? And Maryland is having a down year. Not like they're a bad team. They went to Wisconsin and beat Wisconsin. So, like, one of the toughest places to play. Granted, no fans. But still, went on the road and beat a top – I think Wisconsin was top five at that time, or at least top ten, and beat them. So, it's not like Maryland's terrible, but, like, that's a team you beat this year if you're Illinois. Like, you're – especially at home. And then to lay that kind of egg and have multiple scoring droughts of, of two or plus minutes – it's just not going to get it done. Yeah, I mean, having a um, having a first half lead after you know just going out and trouncing a team in the second half, like you got to be feeling really confident about you know how you guys are going to come out of the you know halftime and just put these guys away, right? And take care of business. It just didn't happen. I mean, you know, you talked about the droughts. Like, I mean, it's just you know there has to be some type of you know time where somebody steps up i or copy or whatever but i mean somebody has to step up and just like get a bucket get a foul get to the line like whatever just get a bucket and get some momentum going i mean it was just it was ridiculous to watch and then at the same time you're just sitting there thinking like okay this is second half like we're a second half team i mean if anything like i would say alana is a second half team and then for them to do that it was just like you know and, and not taking anything away from Maryland, but at the same time, like, yeah, they're not – I mean, they're not stacked They're not Maryland year. of old. It, right. That's a game you're supposed to win if you're Illinois. Yeah. And, I mean, I think that that – you know, we had talked about it. Just – this talks to, like, the strength of the Big Ten, but at this at the end of the day, I mean, this was one that just hurts to, to let go. Yeah, that that's one that, you know, you look back and let's say you don't win the out – look, the Big Ten by a game or so. That's one you're going to remember – um, but it's Curbelo finally had a bad game and, uh, you know, he, he'd been playing well, so you didn't have that extra kind of offense and juice that he normally brings, but it's hard to, it's hard to criticize IO when he's getting over 20 a game and he's putting up rebounds and assists, but man, there's times it just feels like he just disappears from the offense. I don't know if he's just deferring and trying to let guys do their thing too, but uh, there was times where it's like, all right, Ayo, you need to go get a bucket here, and he'd just kind of come down, run the offense, kick it, and then you know somebody else would take a would get a shot up or take a bad shot, and then like, all right, dude, like he, you need to sense that we're struggling right now and go get something. Well, and you know where they've had where Illinois had successes. I mean, you know everybody's stepping up and getting you know a few points. I mean, if we just look at the Maryland game, 
you've got Kofi 21, Io 23, and then DeMonte didn't even have a point. Um, Trent Frazier didn't even have a point. Georgie didn't even have a point. You know what I mean? There's only five guys that – or, yeah, five guys that scored. And one guy had two points. So, basically, four people were the only offensive output that we had. You've got Curbelo, Miller, Io, and Kofi. Yeah. I mean, that's just unacceptable. Like, you, you have to at least go get a couple baskets, like six to ten. I mean – that's that's all you I mean as a role player, if you can get six to ten, I mean that's that's really what we're, you know, about. And then let your stars get, you know, the twenties. But yeah, I just thought that, that was that was what stood out to me was I mean, if you only have five people score and like, you know, four of those are actually legit numbers, like you're not gonna win too many games. Right. And Trent Trent getting hurt uh didn't help. I mean, I know he tried to play through it, but he obviously wasn't the same and that hurts you on both ends. It- makes guys play that you know, more minutes than what they're normally used to. So, I mean, that's just an excuse. So, like, you take care of Maryland. And hopefully, you know, we've said this a couple times. we said it after the Missouri loss, said it after the Rutgers loss, said it after they almost lost to um, Ohio. Like, is this going to be the one that, you know, kind of reminds them that they haven't won anything yet and to get their asses in gear and come out hot? So, Maybe it's a change in the starting lineup. I know Curbelo said he likes coming off the bench, and they like and they like him coming off the bench. But you know, maybe you got to mix it up and do something different here. So, well, I was going to uh, ask you what you what you thought about Frank and how he's uh, managing the team. I mean, obviously, he the team likes him and they, and they play hard for him when you know. But he's got it. Sometimes it takes a little extra coaching out of him to do that. And I don't. I don't know. I, I'm not a huge fan of the offense that we run, but I mean, who am I? I mean, Frank's got Frank's got his system and stuff, but I just I'm not gonna I'm not ready to put anything on him or say he's not doing something. I just think the players are coming out a little lackadaisical sometimes, and some people would say, well, that's the coach not having them ready, but I don't know. I just think I think it's all there, and we do have some young players that are playing prominent minutes, but um, hopefully we get it figured out. Yeah, I mean, I think you know, as much as we harp on the offense, we gotta we gotta lock down on D too. I mean, we gotta get stops. And well, that's the thing. That game they did, we held them to what was the final score in the sixty six sixty three. And that's so, I mean, it was a low that, scoring game. That's good for defense to only give up sixty six. But yeah, too many scoring. It was our offense. Too many scoring droughts and stuff in that game. Well, and what's frustrating is you look at like the stat line. We out rebounded them. We had less turnovers more steals, and more assists. So, like, you know, we should if, – if you – I feel like if you lead in those categories, you should win that game. But, right. you know – Well, and if you watch but, that game, it just looks like we were the better team and should have won. It's just that Marcel guy made plays down the stretch and made shots that we didn't, and that ended up, you know, being the difference maker. Can we make some free throws too? Yeah, I mean, geez, like, dude. Jesus Christ, like, you know, we're 8 for 12 as a team. I mean, A, we need to get to the line more. And then, B, we need to freaking actually, you know, make these shots that are just gimmies. I mean, you, you make, you make, you know, two more, three more, that's a tie ball game. But, right. you know, they were 14 through 14 and 17. So, I mean, that's, it just, it blows my mind because, I mean, we have more, more field goals, all those stats. And the only thing we got beat on is free throws, and they had six more points on free throws shooting 82%. So, I mean, it's the little things. I feel like the little things they need to really focus on in order to get, you know, be fundamentally sound and right. get so these wins that they're supposed to. Separates good teams from great teams kind of thing. So, I agree. But uh, the game tomorrow night got postponed because Nebraska had some COVID issues. So, they don't play – I think they play Saturday maybe. Um, but – Have you heard anything about, like, what they're doing with the vaccines for the players? I have not. I mean, so, I would think that that would be something that they would try to, you know, at this point, anybody affiliated uh, with the team. Yeah, but, but I mean, like, obviously they're still going to be in a – I don't think the ba- college basketball team is essential – as far as getting vaccines, so I doubt that they're the first in line. They're essential to us. Right. Well, <laughs> agreed. So, 
So, no, I haven't heard anything about that. But, yeah, Nebraska, which that was a game, you know, you're looking forward to because they're probably – I mean, I hate to say anything about the Big Ten, but they're the worst team in the Big Ten, probably the easiest game you can find on your schedule when you get into Big Ten play. Maybe Illinois needed, you know, another get-right game, and now they're not going to get it. So, I mean, they may get it later, but uh, it's postponed for now. So, all right, man, let's um, let's do it. I'm dreading this segment. NFL, we'll talk playoffs, but Kyle came back and won the caddy bet, went down to – now, let me tell you guys this. We're going into Cleveland and Pittsburgh tied. I have Pittsburgh minus six, and he has Cleveland. Like, I'm feeling great at this point. No way Cleveland wins that game with all the guys they got. I mean, we're talking O-linemen who, like, haven't even practiced with this team yet. Like, there's no way Cleveland wins that game, right? And then that's happened. Kyle made a deal with the devil or something. Uh, I mean, Mike, when I tell you that game, watching that and just seeing what transpired, like I was just jacked. <laughs> I mean, so I got Browns plus six. First play of the game, snap over the head, touchdown. So now Fucking I got Browns plus 13 and Big I'm like Ben had Browns plus six apparently dude I mean it was it was nuts I mean I think their first what their first five drives was like fumble touchdown interception punt interception and then like another fumble or something it was I, 28 I, nothing after the first freaking quarter right I was just watching I mean it just it snowball 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 anything that could go wrong did go wrong and the funny thing is, and I'll say I did this. So, funny thing is, like, we're going into the game, and I'm like, man, I do not feel good about having the Browns plus six because, like, I picked them, not, not I guess, doing my research. And... Yeah, because I remember telling you when you picked that pick, and you were like, I hate your Steelers pick. I was like, dude, Cleveland's got so many guys out. And you're no, like, I guess they do? I, I, well, I, to me, it was just like, with the game, like, with a have-to-win game, I just feel like the Steelers have been so bad. Like, but it's so the lethargic. Browns. I know. Browns will be the Browns, and they weren't, which is good. So I, I thought it was a good story for Cleveland getting the win. Baker got his first playoff win. People have been, you know, pretty hard on him. So I thought it was, you know, all around a good win for the Browns. I love to see it. I won the bet. And, like, to be completely honest, I've been playing from behind the entire season because I went yep. one and four you know, the first week. And, you know, I knew I'd, I knew I'd get some momentum. I told you I would. And, you know, I, to be completely honest, I never was really worried about yeah, this. Yeah, okay. So, okay. so I'm, I, you know, it, it made for good excitement for you, but I think, you know, all roads were leading to me. Leading winning to the this Browns bet. upsetting the Steelers. Yeah, exactly. And, and, I mean, how you don't pick that game, I don't know. But yeah, It was a pretty easy pick, honestly. I'm guessing there's a ton of people in the world who had Steelers minus six. Bunch of idiots, it sounds I like. I guess, I guess, man. Like, jeez. I was surprised yeah, so, the spread wasn't bigger. Well, yeah, I mean, that would have just been even better. But, um, I mean, if that's the case, you probably would have taken the Browns, but would have been bigger. Um, but, I mean, uh, six I thought was, you know, pretty even, which was, you know, whatever. But, um, you know, I think, I mean, just from getting, you know, kind of cheap shotted last year with you know Clayton losing me the bet and Will winning you the bet I thought it was good this year that we we just picked ours we didn't have anybody else and as you can see I'm smarter than Mike <laughs> and so it's just it's a really it's a really good wire we gave the fans a show nobody was, ran away with it it was a really good just kind of overall pickums you know this this year and it couldn't have finished any better. So, you know, I, I, I will probably make sure that I have extra balls in my bag. And hey, just you know, so you we'll, know, just so everybody knows, I'm only carrying nine holes because that's all Kyle carried last year. No, because we said at the beginning, and you can go back and listen to it. We said this year it's an eighteen. And we hole said bet, it was eighteen no holes what. last year too, and you, you nope. backed out, and I allowed it. No, I didn't back out. I think it was just we didn't. We knew Harry couldn't last eight. Or well, we know holes. Harlan can't, or whoever caddies for whoever you. Put. Are you kidding me? 
Harlan. I'm Harlan only going nine holes, man. That's no, all I got going, out of you. No, here. you're going 18. You're going 18. You owe me another is... nine, then. No. Uh, well, maybe, maybe <laughs> I might, I might do that. But um, no, I think that I think it'll be great. It'll be a great round. We just got to figure out what the match is going to be. Um, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd love nothing more than to just put it on Harry. Um, but that might and have, be too easy. But that's yeah. I mean, he's he's a C player. So, yeah. you know, I, I don't I don't know what uh, what we need to do here. Maybe um, maybe get Wild Gensler or something like that. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if Harry's in the same caliber. And I'm not giving any strokes. So um, Match 2.0 is always straight up. Correct. So we just got to find a, you know, person, I guess, that can compete. Um, but, yeah, so overall, I mean – I thought it was a good wild card weekend. I mean, you know, I really enjoyed the Bills Colts game. Um, yeah, I'm finally coming around to the Bills. I'm, I'm, I will say that I was so against them during the season, but they have so much fun playing, and they're they're pretty fun to watch. So um, I like that game. You know, Buccaneers Washington. That was Tom closer, Brady. I think, than people expected it to be. It was, but at the end of the day, I mean. You know, Tom Brady went out, did what he needed to do, got the W, and, you know, I'm pretty happy about that. Pretty happy to see him move on. Um, I guess, man, I, I got to get your, your, your feelings on the Bears-Saints. That was a uh, that was a pretty rough game for you. Yeah, uh, started out fine, force a punt. Can you catch a ball? Like, catch a touchdown? Dude, like, you are an NFL player wide receiver and you like Trubisky that's the thing man like Trubisky played well what he now were there times maybe he made the wrong read he, let's put it this way he didn't make bad throws he was on time and accurate I thought for most of the game he dropped that ball in the basket to Wims for a touchdown and let's be honest that changed the complexity of that game we scored oh, a touchdown sure. there we got momentum maybe the defense gets a stop maybe we even if it's a field goal or we get another touchdown and we're winning that game goes a different way. Instead, he drops it. We don't get anything there. Well, and that's also, I mean, it just wakes up the offense. You know what I mean? Like, we can we can go over the top of these guys. Yeah. And, you know, when you see something like that, it's just so disheartening. It knocks the wind team. out of you, for sure. Yeah. Yep. And that's right there. That whims is a factor of, you know, we had a receiver out of the game. It may not have been him, that receiver on that route, but it would have been the next guy that wouldn't have been whims. And it's just one of those things. It was very, very frustrating way to end it. Um, I mean, you're losing to the Saints in New Orleans. It's not that, that bad. We get a garbage touchdown late. But, man, the offense was, was tough because I felt like we were very conservative after the, that first, like, possession or two. And, you know, there was – like, Romo pointed out one. It was like a third and eight. Trubisky had one-on-one coverage to his right side. He looked left the whole time through like a four-yard pass, and we ended up punting. And it's like, I, I just – I don't know enough to know, is that on Trubisky? Should he have noticed that pre-snap that he had one-on-one over there and looked that way? Is he told that play is, you know, your two, your two reads are on the left side. You know, you read the defense and pick one of those guys. Like, I just don't know enough right. to say whose fault that is, but – when you got a guy like Romo pointing that out in the booth, it looks bad. And I, you know, maybe he's saying Romo should, or Trubisky should know pre-snap that he's got that coverage and that's the way he should go. So it's, it sucks. Cause I just, it was such a weird year, you know, with the benching and it looks like Nagy's going to be back. Pagano, our defensive coordinator is retiring. And I just, I don't know what's going to happen this offseason. It'll be very interesting. I think Trubisky's gone. I think – I mean, I don't see any indication that they're going to sign our best player, Allen Robinson, which makes no sense to me. It makes no sense. So, I don't know what where we go from here. Do you have the pieces to make a trade? I don't know that. Like for Deshaun Watson or um, I don't even know, maybe a Matt Ryan. Like, I don't know who's available either. It's just – Really frustrating. Well, I heard somebody say, "Can you get Max Jones at number twenty? Like, is he is he a guy that you think is an NFL quarterback?" That's just like I don't know anymore, man. Yeah, I mean, I think it would be so fitting to make a deal for Deshaun Watson, which they should have done at the beginning. But 
you know, he's just he's upset with Houston. Yeah, and like which you should be. Right. I mean, you know, we kind of talked about it going into this season, and this is what I, you know, kind of based my draft on in fantasy was if you're gonna deal Hopkins for David Johnson, you gotta make that work. And if you can't make that work, that looks so bad for your team. Well, they fired the guy who made that deal. And then they haven't hired anybody else. There's no – I mean, it's just – it's it's wild to me, just the management. And then you've got, you know, J.J. Watt just, you know, coming out and saying, like, yeah, we are just not playing well. We don't have players that, you know, want to play. Um, so I think he's looking to leave. And like I said, I mean, if the Bears can – they have to do whatever it takes to get some playmakers on the offensive side. And I think a lot of that starts with, yeah, sign Allen Robinson and then get you a quarterback that can throw to him. Right. But, I mean, who, what, what's it take to get Deshaun Watson if you're the Bears? I mean. Like, well, if you're the Texans, okay, so here's the, here's the scenario. Mac, you're the Mac, Texans and you know Watson wants out, right? So you Mac? have an unhappy quarterback, so you have to make a play. You have to make a trade. So what do you – other teams know that. Mac, Mac with JJ Watt. I mean, that defense looks really nasty. Yeah, I mean, is it just Mac though? I mean, you're going to have to give up a bunch of picks too. I feel like because if they're well, he's already, Deshaun... but no, no, no. So Deshaun is already upset. I mean, you don't want your quarterback. I get that leading the team upset and like wanting a trade. I mean, who's going to play for that guy? I and like he doesn't the... want to be there, so. He's got. I mean, what? But you're not going to steal his, him because what's his there's going to be so many other teams in on it. So you have to. It's not like the Texans, yeah, have their hands tied a bit because they have to trade him. But they, at the same breath, you're going to have multiple teams putting in offers. So you're going to have to outbid those teams. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I I just. I mean, I'd I mean, give up for for Deshaun Watson, a young franchise quarterback. I'd give up Mac and like two first round picks. And a throw in somewhere else, I would like just get it done. Don't give up. Don't give up any offensive weapons. Like the ones, the very few that you have, which Montgomery proved to be a good runner. Keep Allen Robinson. They love Darnell Mooney, the rookie sixth rounder, so they have a good contract under him. So they're keeping him. So keep all that. You give up defense and picks. Hell, give Correct. up Mac and give up a give up somebody else on that defense. And and like two first round picks, because if you who cares about your first round picks if you have a franchise quarterback in the years to come, you can get good low linemen and stuff like that after the first round too. Yeah, I mean, I think it'd be, I I mean, it's gonna be a really interesting off season because um, there's a lot of I mean a lot of teams that I mean like what are the Colts gonna do? Are they gonna sign you know Philip Rivers? Um, you know, like is Ben is Big Ben coming back? Is right. going to be? You know, I mean, there's there's just so many things going on that. What are the like? What do the Jets do and the Jaguars do with their picks? Jags are definitely going to take Trevor Lawrence, and you know, I I think I saw Urban Meyer took a uh, visit down there. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, I think if the Jaguars get. Trevor Lawrence, they'll be they'll be pretty happy. I mean, here's my thing: is that you know, Justin Fields played himself into a you know conversation by the way that they beat Clemson, but at the end of the day, he came out and just shit the bed against Alabama. So yeah, but a lot know. of people shit the bed against Alabama. Well, that's true, but I just don't know. I mean, are the what do the Jets do it too? Are they done with Sam Darnold? No, I think if that if you can't get Trevor Lawrence, I think I mean Sam Darnold's not the problem. That's what he I, just didn't have anything around him, and it, that organization is so messed up. Like it would be impossible playing in that turmoil with no people. You know, yeah. I mean his offensive weapons. Like I couldn't name you the best Jets receiver. Like I I know nothing about the Jets other than the fact that they are just bad. God awful. I don't want anything to do with them, not putting any money on them, not drafting right. any of their fantasy players. Like, do not want anything. So I don't know much about, like, what, what they have going on. All I know is that they have hella fucking picks, and, like, they need to do something this year. So 
I think I think because Sam Darnold is not a bad option, like he's athletic, he can throw the ball. Um, I think you can build around him so you can get a lot of skill guys, like maybe getting a Devontae Smith, you know, as a as a weapon. Um, you know, I mean, they, they they need to do something. So, you know, and and really their defense wasn't that terrible this year. It was just a, I mean, you can't win games putting up six to ten points, right? So yeah, I mean, it was. There could be a lot of quarterbacks on the move. Like, it's one of those things. Like, do the Lions make finally make a decision on Matt Stafford? Like, do they do they get rid of him and rebuild? Uh, you know, it's, it's guys like that that I question too. Like, yeah, what what goes on with Philip Rivers, Big Ben, Deshaun Watson? Does he actually get dealt? There's just a lot of things that a lot of movement that could, it could be a wild offseason. And the Bears, the most Bears thing ever for them to do would be they'll probably sign like a freaking Marcus Mariota or something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, like a guy like that that's like, Oh, he's, you know, he's the, he's the safe guy. Give him a second chance, blah, blah, blah. And I mean, at like, that point you have another Trubisky. I know, but I'm saying that would be the most bears thing. Ever, right. Is right. To sign like a Marcus Mariota in the off season. I and, mean, Matt Stafford wouldn't be bad to, dude, I, mean, I've, slings, I said it all year. The ball. Dude, dude, he, he slings is, the ball with him with, and the only think, thing I don't like about him is the injuries. Injuries, but and he he's a little bit, ball. and he's getting older. But he's got to have a, few, a bunch of good years. And I don't think you'd have to give up as much to get Stafford either. So maybe you keep that defense intact a little bit. You bring Stafford <laughs> over. I mean, I'm saying as a as a uh, second option to not getting Deshaun Watson. I don't mind Stafford. No, I mean. And that like, wouldn't be the, a bad. Play. Why are the Lions hanging on to him at this point? Like it's time to blow that up. So they might as well get rid of him. They might and as well got, get rid and of him. You got to you got to think Stafford wants out of there. Yeah. Like, like if I'm the Lions if I'm, and it's Detroit. If dude, I'm like, the Lions, I trade Stafford to a Bears and I get a and I get picks. It may not even be a first round pick, but I'll just take multiple picks and we're going to be the worst dude, we ha- and we're going to we tank ha- next year. If you're the Lions, we tank. Even, we haven't even talked about like, do you do you maybe look at a, you know, Carson Wentz? Do you look at Jalen Hurts? Not, I mean, what not, are they going to do with their you know? That's a weird situation, situation because Carson Wentz is getting paid so much money that he, I don't know how the Eagles get rid of him. Well, so they they were talking about it, and the Colts right now pay Philip Rivers twenty five million and Jacoby Brissett like. 13 million or something. So they have like 38 million dollars at the quarterback position. And those are both one-year deals. Right. So they could cut both of those, take on Carson Wentz's contract, which, you know, is he worth the money? That's Absolutely what I'm saying. Not. Do you want to take on the contract just because but you can? It's like it's like, you know, the Eagles offensive line has been garbage. Like the only time that he's had success was when the Eagles had a good line. Okay, so, so the, the only I mean, other the thing Colts about have the Colts, a good line. the only other good, the only thing about the Colts that makes sense too is um, Frank Reich, the Colts coach, was the offensive coordinator of the year the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Now, granted, they won the go. Super Bowl with Foles, but he had Wentz all year that year, and Wentz actually was having. Remember, that was the year he was having like an MVP type season before right. he got hurt. So, and I, mean, I, I can think, see it, but I don't think that guy's done playing. I just think he had no weapons and they had no defense, and then. It was know, just, I was mean, ma- it's, he, it, I watched a couple games like his act. He was just making some bad throws and it's like, you don't know. He didn't happened. have any time. I he mean, didn't have any time. maybe, I mean, you, but you, when you're, when you're dropping back, you got three seconds to decide and you don't have any wide receivers that are out there running. I just think routes. that contract's so risky for teams. Maybe, I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe the Colts make sense. The other thing about the Eagles though, is they just fired their head coach. So, you know, well, because who, he's an idiot. Why do you put, why do you put that well, guy in in the second half? Okay. Anyway, my point was you don't know who the new the new coach may w- like Wentz or want Wentz or the new coach may want to go hurt. Like I think it almost you almost need a new coach before you make a decision on quarterback. Yeah. I don't know, man. There's a lot of, a lot of stuff that that could happen. You know, you 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 text the group and said something funny that I thought is like so true. Are the Rams, like, can they figure out if they're going to be good or not? Because, like, I, I wanted them to be good this year and, like, really got behind them. No and idea. And they just always shit the bed. And then now they come out and 
beat the Seahawks? Like, what? Yeah. The only thing I know is that they, Aaron Donald's really good. <laughs> he's like, hurt, but he's, yeah. he's good, yes. But, yeah, like, Jared Goff is – I mean, like, I just feel like Trubisky is a better quarterback than Goff, but Goff's on a better team with a better coach. Like, that's just, like, the raw deal. And Maybe I'm just a Trubisky lover, so I th- say that, but Goff just doesn't do it for me, man. But, yeah, they go out and they went to a freaking Super Bowl, and I just – I don't get it, but – and then they beat the Seahawks in the playoffs, but yet who'd they ju- who'd they lose to like the week two weeks ago that was not the worth Jets. The- yeah, the Jets. So the I Jets. I don't understand it. The Jets, they ruined my parlay. Like you lose the to the Jets, but win a playoff game. Uh, the only thing I'll say is like the difference I feel like for um, Trubisky and Goff is I feel like Goff manages the game better. He makes better decisions. But no, and that's, yeah, maybe. And and maybe that's coaching. You know, maybe he's like, you know, drawing up some plays where there's only you know two options, and then you throw it like whatever. But I just feel like he manages the game. Well, better. golf has a coach who manages the game. As far when I say that, I mean they've always been a run team. And look at what the Bears and Trubisky had done those last few weeks when they committed to the run. They were a lot better, putting up thirty points a game. Yeah, maybe it's against bad defenses and stuff too, but still, like the Rams are all run and then play action. And like that just makes it so easy on golf. And then another thing is like, what is going on with the Ravens? Like going and beating the Titans? Maybe they're – I picked some, that one. I'm telling getting you. Getting some hot. What's going on? Players, players win in the postseason, I feel like. And like Lamar Jackson was too good. That offense was too good to be kept back. That Bills Ravens game could be really fun to watch. Yeah, I mean that's two great quarterbacks, two fun quarterbacks. I feel to watch. like the Chiefs are going to blow out the Browns. Like the Browns can't catch lightning in a bottle like that again. And then I don't even if look, I think the Bills are the best team to give the Chiefs a game in the AFC. But if the Ravens can go beat the Bills, then that means that they're playing pretty well, and they have they may have the firepower to play with the Chiefs a little bit too, at least make a game of it. Well. I think here's here's what I you know kind of am, am thinking is that <clears throat> whichever team out of the um, Ravens, Buccaneers, Saints, Bills, whichever whichever so like say the Ravens beat the Bills, that's basically like playing the Chiefs. So you've got a really good game plan that you capitalized on and won. I mean, it's like seeing the Chiefs before. And, you know, unfortunately, the Chiefs aren't going to see themselves. I mean, they play against themselves, I guess, in practice. But I feel like that's a good warm-up to playing the Chiefs. So, I think that just gives them a little bit of uh, – just a little bit more of, of a game plan going into yeah. it. And so, I think that that's, you know, kind of an advantage on that that division. But, yeah, I mean, we got, you know, some big games coming up. Um, Rams, Packers, Browns, Chiefs. Bucks Saints and Ravens Bills. Bucks Saints. Remember what the Saints did to the Bucks twice this year in the regular season? Smoked them. You know how hard it is. You know how hard it is to beat a team three times. It's hard. And how to beat Tom Brady three times and beat Tom Brady in the postseason. Like I'm sorry, but I'm going to be heavy Buccaneers on that. Drew Brees versus Tom Brady in the postseason. Like we've never got. We you know we always had Brady. Could be Drew's. Could be Drew's last year. Yep. Brady versus Manning in the AFC all those years, and now you get Brady versus Breeze. Potentially, Brady versus Aaron Rodgers, you know, next oh. round. Yeah, so there's some good quarterback matchups in the NFC. Um, I think the Packers handle the – but, man, McVay's such a good coach. I, and that defense, like, I could see them, you know, running the ball effectively and managing the time of game and making that Packers game a close game, the Rams. Well, they just have to get up early. I mean, if the Rams get up early and hit Packers in the mouth, that's when Aaron Rodgers gets down on himself and they can, you know, hold the clock with their running game. But, yeah, I think that's going to be a really good game. Yeah, I think all four of them could be – all of – or three of the four games could be really good. I'm with you on the Chiefs. Chiefs just, are going to blow the Browns out. I think out. so, too. But the only thing, though, is that, dude, the Browns can run the ball. So uh, – but Andy, I, I don't know. I just think the Chiefs will be ready for them. They'll make them throw the ball. I, I don't know. I just I think what will happen, though, is the Chiefs will get up, maybe a touchdown, maybe 10 points, maybe two touchdowns, 
and the Browns will, will kind of get out of their element, and they you know they haven't been here really before, so sometimes it can kind of come un, unglued at that point. Right. I think that they're at the stage where like winning one game was enough. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that. That to them was you know what they what they went out to accomplish this season was to be in the playoffs and win that first game in the playoffs yep. to just get back to level, you know? Um, so, I, I mean, it's just, it's a tough draw for them. And I think, you know, Chiefs are just the Chiefs. So, um, yeah, I could see that game getting out of hand. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be, it'll be a good weekend again, though. And then, I mean, just think we could have Chiefs-Bills AFC Championship game. This would be my prediction. Chiefs-Bills, and then I'm going to say Packers – and I really do think the Bucks get the Saints. Packers, Bucks. So you have, you know, two young up and coming superstars in the AFC Championship game, and Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. Well, not up and coming; they're both superstars now. But like the young guys, ready to take the reins of like the next Breeze and Manning, Breeze and Brady, and then you'd have Rodgers and Brady in the NFC. Like just good storylines there. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's basically the uh, you know. Are we passing this torch? Right. Or, you know, are, are, are we kind of saying, hey, not your time yet? Yeah, so. dude, one of those old guys, you know, whoever wins that Packers-Bucks game, though, one of them beat the Chiefs in the Super Bowl or something and say one more for the older guys. But Yeah, I mean, I think that there's a lot, you know, a lot to play for, obviously. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, I think that – I think if, if I'm looking at one team that has a chip on their shoulder – it's probably the Bills because they've just – they've had such a atrocious playoff record and they've had so many good teams where they haven't broke through. And so I think that they're playing for a lot. Their fan base is playing for a lot. Like they are – I mean, I want to see them. I want to see the Chiefs-Bills. I really want like to see that Like that's what I really too. want to see. And I think they're the two best teams. I think that's, you know, probably the two – I would say most fun quarterbacks to watch. Um, I mean, Lamar Jackson pretty in there, fun, yeah. but but yeah, I mean, that would just be a cool game. But I guess with that said, what are what are your predictions for these? You know, four games, and then what the uh, what teams are in the Super Bowl? So NFC, I think I'll take Packers to beat the Rams, Bucks to beat the Saints. AFC, I got Chiefs and then Bills. I think it's going to be Chiefs, Bills versus or Chiefs versus Bills, and then Packers, Bucks. Man, those are tough. Like I think I'll take the Chiefs. God, it's just like how do you pick against them? As much That's as I'll, really be, hard. I'll be rooting for the Bills, I will pick the Chiefs to win that game. And then, dude, Bucks, Packers, like give me a like toss a coin. I really don't know. Um, I hate. Both teams, like, because I'm tired of Tom Brady and I hate Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Like, I respect both of them are obviously great, but I don't know how you pick that game either. Both teams have shown, like, some really inconsistencies. If I'm going off of who's playing, who's played the best of late, I'll take the Packers. Ugh. And then you got Packers, Chiefs in the Super Bowl, and then I'll be praying to God the Chiefs win that game. <sighs> Yeah, um, man. Yeah, uh, I I don't I don't think the Packers get to the Super Bowl. Who beats them? I think the Bucks. I think Tom Brady gets back in there. Oh, oh do you, fanboy? Yeah, fanboy. <laughs> I guess, but I mean, no. I'm just saying that, like, the Packers have looked good. Okay, but like, if you shut Devontae Adams down, I mean, their offense, like, I don't know. I I just think that, I mean, nobody's had an answer for him. Bucks D is looking better and better each week. Tom Brady's looking good. Um, I don't know. You know, I, I, I don't know. I, I The Packers are just such a weird team. I mean, they're good. They're really good, but like, They've also been really bad. You look at how they played the Bucks in you know the regular season. Like Bucks just came out and whooped them. Yeah, but so, I mean, that's, that Bucks Saints Packers carousel was wild. Where Pat Bucks kill Packers, 
Saints kill Bucks. Packers beat Saints. Right. I mean, you you don't know which team's going to show up. So, I guess if I'm, you know, any given Sunday, if I'm, if I'm picking it, I mean, I'm I, I hate that we're on the same kind of wavelength, but I'm going Bills Chiefs, Packers Bucks, and then I'm going Bucks Chiefs. And you know what? Uh, I know what you're going <laughs> to pick the Bucks. You idiot. <laughs> I just, I, I mean, I don't, I don't think that, I don't think it's, you know, out of the question. No, it's not um, out of the question. Yes, it could happen, but God, don't pick it. I'll tell you what, I'm not going to pick them to win, but me and you can have a side bet. If that's the case, I'll take the Bucks spread because they're going to be underdogs and I'll take whatever points they're getting. All right, deal. The Super Bowls my, are always in, close, so like it's not really my, a good in, bet for me. But whatever. In my uh, in my humble opinion, I think the Chiefs win. Yeah, it's just, but if the Bills but, don't beat the Chiefs and the Chiefs go to the Super Bowl, like I just don't see how anybody beats them. I mean, hell, the Niners had them down last year and couldn't finish well, so, it off. But I mean, that's that's the thing though, is that like, God, that Bills Chiefs game. I mean, it's hard to bet against the Chiefs. It's hard to pick against the Chiefs, but like. I could see. I mean, they just – they've not looked super sharp. I mean, when's the last game that you were just like, Chiefs are on fire? I know, but it's almost like, like they got later in the year and, like, saw that, the, you know, the season was over for them, basically. It's almost like they let off the gas and were like, all right, let's just get to the postseason and finish business. Like, I just see them turning it on here. Well, and it's kind of like – they, you know, they weren't like a super, I would say, favorite last year until week 11, and then they just started catching fire. Right. And I feel like that's kind of the Bills. Like, in my mind, that's the Bills this year. I mean, like, they've just been hot. Josh Allen's been fun to watch. Nobody has anybody that can uh, guard Stephon Diggs. Um, yeah, I'll be anxious I mean, to see like their confidence, you know, like the nerves of the Bills if they get to that game and you're playing the Chiefs to go to the Super Bowl. You know, a lot of guys right. haven't been there. Right. Yeah, man, it should be should be a good week. Should be a good um, rest of the season. So I'm excited for it. All right, finish us up. We uh, roll time, yeah, we went a baby. Late there, so let's make this quick. Nobody wants to hear you talk about it too long. Roll tide. I mean that game was boring to say the least for everybody watching except for me because I love everything that we did there so almost double total yards uh passing yards 464 to 194 granted Justin Fields was hurt granted that they lost Sermon all that stuff going on like yeah it was rough for the Ohio State Buckeyes but at the end of the day Alabama played 13 games in the SEC and literally beat 12 out of 13 opponents by more than two touchdowns. So this was, in my opinion, one of the most dominant Alabama teams that we've seen. And really it was just from an offensive, you know, sort of scheme. Like they averaged over 48 points their entire season. And that's in SEC play. Um, Their defense was a little shoddy, I feel like, this year um, because we gave up a lot more points. We just scored a lot more. And so going into this game, I was like, all right, you know, I could see Bama putting up 50 points, and I don't think Ohio State's going to put up 50 points. So, felt like we had a good, you know, position there. Came out 28 points in the second quarter. I mean, it was just done. Yeah. Um, which, you know, was absolutely great to see. Vontae Smith is just unreal. In my opinion, like, I, I, I guess I would – I mean, I, I've watched every game and I've seen him play, and, like, I've always been impressed. But, like, he just looks like the fastest player on the field. He looks so tiny, like, as far as, you know, he like, is. slender and stuff. But, yeah, dude dude can move and runs good routes. Got, made, made some great catches, too. Like, this guy's good. He's just an all-around one, great receiver. Yeah, one route that I'll, like, shout out was it was his long touchdown pass. And this guy didn't move from the diagonal line that he was running. And it's just, like, no wasted steps, just a perfect route. And you talked about Mac Jones, like, as much as people, you know, kind of are on the fence with him, I mean, he's not super athletic. They didn't even want him to start this year, really. Hey, anybody that wants to laugh, 
Go Google Mac Jones shirt. I saw that. Uh, and it will be hysterical. But anyways, I think in terms of managing a game, like he has the arm. He's got a good mind. Um, he, he finds the open man. But it's hard to really – because, I mean, then we look at Tua, like what he's doing in the NFL. I mean, he can manage a game, but man, the, it's a completely different system uh, than what he saw at Alabama because – None of those guys get pressure. Right. I mean, he has all day to throw, and then he's throwing to, you know, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle. And they're all uh, wide Medici. open I all mean, the time. All the t- you know what I mean? And then, and then all of a sudden, you've got Najee Harris that you're giving the ball that just clips, you know, 10 yards of carry. Yeah, um, yeah and the NFL is mean, going just, to more of an athletic quarterback, too. That's the only reason that I just worry about a guy like – like the quarterback of the – the Philip River, like we talked about this a couple of podcasts ago, I think, or so, but like, you know, Philip Rivers, Big Ben, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, like those guys who sit in the pocket and maybe get rid of it quick or whatever, like there aren't many of them left, and the ones that are left are old. Right. Like every other team well, has athletic quarterbacks. Well, yeah, I mean, you have to have a good line for that. Right. Like you have to have a good line for that. And, I mean, you could even say like – A super smart quarterback. You can even say that Aaron Rodgers, I mean, oh, isn't yeah. the, he's, an athlete. You know, he's a mobile. Yeah, he, he's a mobile. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think that <clears throat> I think it'd be interesting to see kind of Mac. Um, I, I think he, I think he would be a great, like, draft pick to then, like, have as a backup and mentor and grow and see what he can do um, in a good system. So, I mean, if he's behind, like, a, say, Tom Brady or, behind an Aaron Rodgers, somebody, you know, somebody that is just a really good quarterback where he can get some fundamentals and just understand the gameplay of the NFL. I think you give him like three or four years behind that. And he could, he could, you know, become a, a, I would say a decent, you know, NFL quarterback, not ever going to be, I would say like top five, but um, you know, that's, that's kind of Bama's MO though with, you know, quarterbacks is, you know, they, they come in the league, they sit behind somebody, and then they just kind of get forgotten. But, I mean, Najee Harris, like, I would I would 100% spend a first-round draft pick on that guy. Like, he is dynamic, um, exciting, and super smart. Like, the guy is super smart. Football knowledge, super smart. Doesn't get hurt. Like, just a really, really good player. So, I mean, we had the top – Top running back, top wide receiver, top cornerback. Yeah, I, uh, um, it was just. I mean, it was. It was probably one of the best Bama I teams saw that I've watched tweet, in quite some a time. A tweet today that said Nick Saban's in that like eight years deep in NCAA 2014, where you're just so good that it's boring, and you just go try again at Wyoming or something. <laughs> right, right. Like, all right. This well, and, and it's so dominant. It's, it's so not even funny fun anymore. <laughs> It's so funny because they're always like, what makes you keep coaching? What makes you keep, you know, wanting to come back and win? You just turned 69. Like, what, what is it that, you know, is, and he's just like, you know, I'm all about the players. And he goes, really, if you think about their program and Alabama's program, is that most of those guys either get drafted in the NFL or graduate from – Alabama and go on to successful careers and so I think that program while they have a really 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 good football team he also does a really good job of molding those kids and building those kids up to be you know functioning successful adults and you know even if they're out of the 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 football league I'm not gonna take anything away from Nick Saban and what he's done but like if those kids that you're talking about went to Florida State they're all still going to get drafted in the NFL or, or graduate. Like, it's not – like, I'm not trying to say he doesn't do a good job, uh, you know, maybe molding the kids a little bit. But, like, some of those kids, like, are going NFL no matter where they go and are just good. Oh, for but, sure. No, I'm not saying that – but but at the end of the day, okay. But they so want a chance. That, if they're only going to be that, there shortly, they want to win a national championship, but I don't – Well, so that's that's where I'm going with it is that you want the top exposure, you go to Alabama, and you also want, like – some credit to your name. If Nick Saban's going to attach his name to you, you know, I mean, that's, sure. that's something to be said, right? That could, that could move you up around. If, if Nick's saying, Hey, this guy's worth it, then they might take a gamble on the second round instead of third round. 
maybe Florida State, they're like, eh, True. I don't know. I'll give you that. So, um, yeah. Yeah, he definitely packed some clout with them. So, but all right, man, that's enough on Alabama. Like, hey, roll tide, baby. Let's go. Six, six and 12 years. Let's go. I will say that's the other crazy <laughs> stat is if, if you go to Alabama as a football player and you stay at least three years, you won a national championship. And that's, that's sick. stupid. That's, that's really stupid. <laughs> uh, you don't even that's have to so graduate. Just, I'm going to play three years. I'm going to get a natty. At least one. <laughs> Maybe I'll get two. But I love it. All right, man. I love it. That's it. Masters is going to have some fans. Did, I assume you saw that. You going or what? Well, we've got practice round tickets. So if they allow fans to practice round, I'll be there. Um, hoping, hoping they will. Not, you know, not super confident about it. Yeah, I don't know if, if you make the pleasantly surprised that will get you. Yeah. Well, I should though. I should, <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm trying to just really be pleasantly surprised there you this go. year. Um, but yeah, so I mean, you know, to to recap. Big winner on our pickums. Alabama wins the championship. I mean, things are good. Now, if we things could just get good. Devin Booker to start making three threes a game, no we'll shit, really no shit. Good. So, oh, I got to call this out. So, Shane Albert takes. So, I put out a, a, a basically a Facebook post. It was like roll tide. I'll take any bets. Blah blah. I'm talking about you know, I'm taking first half. Four and a half, it hit all gravy. Shane goes, I'm taking the under 76 and a half. And I'm like, man, I, I just I, I feel like Bama's going to put up 50. And he goes, that's fine as long as Ohio State gets under 26 points. And so it ended that's, up 52-24. Uh, he hit it. He hit it by a half yep. point. And, like, literally there was – Two touchdowns called back from Ohio State in the third quarter. Refs had the – Or, sorry, in the, in the fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter. There was only seven points put up. Actually, only, what, 20 – what's that? 24 points put up in the second half. So, ah, he sucked out. I mean, I just I, – I, if I were – I would love to just have had a camera on him in the fourth quarter and just seeing what he was, you know, dealing with. because I mean. Yeah, well, yeah, I, let's hope. But um, it was uh, it was a nail biter for him. But yeah, he 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 uh, messaged me right after the game, and he's like, "Dude, seventy six and a half hit," and I'm like, "You're you're you sucked out." Get on him, man! Hell yeah! So, all right, guys, we'll. Um, I'm not gonna commit to every week at this point, but we'll see you next week. We gotta talk. We gotta all talk right. championship games. Hey, thanks everybody for playing. Yeah, it was a fun, what? fun year, and I'm sure we'll do you know something for these uh, something for these playoff games, and then we'll have something for the Super Bowl. I think um, hopefully Mike and Will and maybe some other people end up making it to Indy for the the Super Bowl. We'll see, but um, hopefully we can do that in person. All right, let's get out of here.